When I was a couple weeks short of my 70th birthday, I started thinking about my mother's mother, who lived to be 100, and her mother, who lived to be 102, and my father, who lived to be 90, longer than anyone we had ever heard of in his family. I began to think that maybe our generation could be the first to routinely live to be 100. When I talked about this at family dinner one night, my granddaughter, who was five, said, What are you going to do for the next 30 years, Grandpa? Hello, I'm Dr. Janet Price. And I'm Greg Kaloost. And we are Oldish. And this is our podcast, Oldish. If you're Oldish or know someone who is, please join us every week for conversations amongst ourselves and our special guests about what it means to be Oldish in the 21st century. If you ever wonder whether you're getting old, you're Oldish. Welcome. Hi, I'm Janet, and I'm Oldish. Hi, I'm Greg, and I'm Oldish. Welcome to this episode of our podcast, Oldish Conversations on Aging in the 21st Century. This is another in our continuing series of episodes that we're calling Shortish, because they're not as long as our usual episodes, but they're not necessarily tiny. It's also a subgenre of that, a series of episodes we're calling The Dinking Game. So this is an episode of The Dinking Game, and it will include how the subject relates to pickleball and how that relates to real life. What we want to talk about today is a concept that I first learned about in my late teens or early 20s when I started questioning the reality of the world that I had grown up in, which I think is very common to people who are oldish, think of the boomer generation growing up in the 60s, late 50s, even in 70s, and how we began to question everything that the old people presented to us as the way the world should be. And one of the places I first started exploring was Zen Buddhism and Taoism. And one of the first voices that spoke to me was a gentleman named Alan Watts, who was a philosopher who worked at one of the universities in California. He was an Englishman. He studied Taoism and Eastern mysticism very thoroughly and talked about it a lot. He was one of the big voices for the hippie generation. The concept that I wanted to talk about today was something that in Taoism, there is a word in Chinese that is Wu Wei. It's spelled in English most often W-U-W-E-I, Wu Wei. And when I first read about it, and up until recently, all the translations of that that I had seen translated Wu Wei as non-ado or doing nothing. And I always interpreted it to mean that the enlightened person who's the true man in the Tao Te Ching, the main book of writings in Taoism written by Lao Tzu, Even on all the translations in there, it talked about Wu Wei is doing nothing as it related to this man that is referred to as the true man, which I always took to mean he's an enlightened person, maybe a monk of some sort. And I always figured, yeah, that's good. That's something maybe to have out there in the future or even to strive for that the enlightened man sits in the middle of the universe and doesn't need to move or do anything because he is everything. We're all one, and we're all the universe and all of that hippie stuff. I didn't think too much about it other than occasionally it would cross my mind that that would be something to strive for. 
But a couple of months ago, the algorithms in YouTube, where I spend a lot of time on YouTube learning about pickleball and van life and how to fix my plumbing and how to paint the ceiling and all that, for some reason, the algorithms on YouTube decided to start showing me short video clips of Alan Watts. I hadn't thought much about Alan Watts for years. And so, of course, I watched some. And one of the video clips, the title of it was something like Not Forcing. And I listened to it, and he said that his understanding of the term Wu Wei is that it means not forcing. It doesn't mean don't do anything. It means don't force anything. And bang, a light went on in my head. And I realized that what he was saying was the same as so many others have said on the topic is go with the flow. Good things come to one who waits. Pema Chodron talks about let it be. And then, of course, the Beatles talked about let it be. And Maharishi Mahesh Yogi talked about take it easy, take it as it comes. And, of course, that wisdom is actually fairly easy to grasp is don't force things. And then I saw a YouTube video on pickleball a few weeks ago in which the YouTuber, Tony Roy, who I've mentioned many times on the podcast, was giving some tips, his top three tips. And the number one tip was don't force it. And everything all of a sudden clicked together because those of you who have been listening know that we have been talking about and thinking about how pickleball relates to real life. and. Tony was talking about if you're dinking, if you're playing the dinking game and you see a ball that you might want to attack and hit that winner, make sure that you're going to be able to hit the ball over the net and it will, in fact, be a winner. And anyone who plays pickleball has had lots of experience of seeing this ball and the ball seems to be huge when it's coming toward you and it's up above the net and you know you're going to smack it and it's going to land at the feet of your opponent and they're not going to be able to return it, and you wind up and you smack it, and it goes right in the net. And that's because it wasn't the right ball for you to be smacking. So you forced it, and that forcing resulted in, coincidentally enough, what's often referred to as an unforced error. And it was an error not forced by your opponents. It was an error forced by you. So I think that's interesting. I think that, that connection between... Taoism and mysticism and Buddhism and really every religion that I've ever looked at has that saying in there somewhere is go with the flow, be like a leaf that's flowing down the river and, and, and so on. So what do you think of that? So it's so interesting for me because I had not heard of Wu Wei uh, until you shared this with me recently. And yet as you were just talking about, I've gotten this message in so many ways. And what really resonates for me is music in relationship to this, in relationship to a lot of things. And the message that this has come through in music, I'm thinking about, as you said, with the Beatles. In fact, I was thinking about The Fool on the Hill. I think that song is about a person who's sitting just, you know, everyone thinks he's a fool, but he's sitting and just being and not forcing. And it even makes me think of the children's book, Ferdinand, 
which is about Ferdinand the Bull and how mm-hmm. all the bulls, you know, were taught to be fierce and aggressive. And Ferdinand just wanted to sit and smell the flowers. And it's one of my favorite books, reading to my children, to other children. I love, and now as a therapist, I think it's an amazing book. So not forcing, as you were saying, to me relates to everything not forcing ourselves to be something we're not, not forcing ourselves to do too much in any one situation, uh, relationships, our family, and then pickleball, you know, is this kind of like, and I was thinking about with pickleball, how sometimes when I'm playing pickleball and I'm starting to feel like, you know, I'm not doing it, I'm not playing the way I want to be playing, I'll go back to basics and i'll think to as opposed to i'll be thinking you know where is that you know shot that i can blast it or get it past everybody or and then nothing seems to be working and so that going back to not forcing going back to the basics which for me i think keep your eye on the ball and get the ball over the net it's like really is that it what about spinning what about you know hitting it over in the corner what about whatever it might be it but it's not working. And I have never thought about it's not working because I'm forcing, but that's what's happening. So stand back, stop forcing, keep your eye on the ball, get the ball over the net. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good tactic, it turns out. So many of the pickleball teachers say, when in doubt, get the ball over the net. Because if you don't, you don't give your opponents an opportunity to make a mistake. Mm -hmm. So you keep the ball in play and then you have opportunities that you weren't forcing that then happen. Yeah. Yeah. Play the ball that comes at you. We talked a little bit in our last dinking game episode about the banging game and playing against people who are banging. And there are two ways to defeat the banger. They're well known. I'm surprised that everybody just doesn't automatically do this. So the bangers just cut it out. There are two ways that everybody says, this is how you defeat a banger. And one is to reset the ball, which means just hold your paddle there loosely in your hand and let the ball hit it, and it'll just doink back over the net. And because they're so far back wailing away at the ball, you hit the ball softly, you just doink it back over the net with this reset, or sometimes they call it a block volley. They have to come running up to the net to try to hit it, and fairly often they'll then hit the ball in the net. So that softness, that not forcing, It's almost the epitome of not forcing is just hold your paddle there and let happen what happens. The other one is to get out of the way and let the ball go past you. Let it go out. There's a pretty good chance that if somebody is hitting the ball really hard and it's coming at you shoulder height or above, there's a very high likelihood that ball is going to go out. And if the ball goes out, you get the point. That to me is also is not forcing. You know, if you try to catch up to it, if you try to whack it back at him, fairly often you hit the ball into the woods. But if you just get out of the way, that's you're not forcing anything. So just letting it happen, let you know, let the ball go where it's going. It's kind of amazing how much is going on in the game of pickleball. I read a lot of science fiction and fantasy, as you know, and so sometimes I wonder about in the future will pickleball be a religion? well we're ready right we're we're ready we're we're ready oh yeah i'll be an altar boy (laughs) 
just like the ball boy, right? So yeah, that would yeah. be a whole interesting thought or imagining of the ways it relates to religion. I don't know if I want to do that for another. <laughs> I was thinking about just now about how this not forcing and how it looks in pickleball and then how it relates it's so in everything so such an essential truth and it that it's in music let it be by the beatles and others in religions and i was thinking about relationships as a therapist and thinking about when i'm supporting my clients around relationship issues and also for myself as an individual you know so often we're forcing forcing our way of thinking on someone else, forcing what we want to be there that isn't there and trying to force it to be there. It's just interesting how it sounds like Wu Wei sounds, the Wu Wei principle sounds so simple. Not forcing. Just yeah. Not forcing. That's it. It's like, okay, that is it. That is our life journey. That yeah. important thing about as a parent, you know, that's a huge area. You know, we want, often when our kids are younger, we want so much a certain path for them that we can start forcing that on them as opposed to not forcing. Yeah. And what does that look like? How do you be a good parent? Good parent, put good in quotes. How do you be a loving parent, a supportive parent, a, you know, and not be, and not, and be wool away? Yeah, I wish that I had heard that definition. It's possible that I did, but I didn't, you know, things connect when they connect. I spent a lot of my working life trying to force things to happen with my business that the market, that the world didn't really want to have happen. So I tried to force it. And it occurs to me that, you know, my business failed because of that excessive trying to make something happen in a market that wasn't really there. I'll bet you there's a whole lot of, Failed businesses, well, that's what it was, is, you know, trying to make something happen in a market that really wasn't there. I kind of wish I had known early enough. I don't want to change anything in my life because where things are right now is where they are right now. And I can't go back and change any of that anyway, but maybe in my next lifetime. I used to say a lot that in my next lifetime, I want to learn one thing, not the hard way. <laughs> I don't think it works that way, Greg. <laughs> It's the challenge learning zone where we learn. It's not the, the comfort zone, but it would yeah. be nice. Yeah, it would be just one thing, you know, it doesn't have to be everything, just that, just one thing, you know. I was thinking about, and just during this episode, about not forcing and what it means in so many levels. And it is like the most, goes to the most fundamental level of to just be and to let it be. Sometimes thinking about people, they get angry with drivers, you know, cutting them off, hugging their bumper, you know, don't force it, let it be. And I even think when I hear people talking about the weather and I think, you know, well, it's too cloudy, it's too cold, it's too warm, it's, you know, too sunny, it's too, it's like, let it be. This is what it is. Yeah. Don't force it. Yeah, you can't it's, change it. If it's windy, feel the wind on your on your face. If it's yeah. sunny, feel the sunshine. If it's cloudy, enjoy the, the shadows. Yeah, exactly. Let it be. Let it be. Yeah. 
So we should let this be. <laughs> it's good, good idea. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Janet. That's it for now. Thanks for listening. We enjoyed our visit and hope you did too. Our next episode will be another in our new series, Shortish, The Dinking Game. We'll be talking about the transition zone, what Pema Children calls the challenge learning zone. You can leave comments or requests for topics or guests on this or other episodes at www.oldish.me. There's a link there too if you've ever wondered how you can help support our podcast. If you like what you heard today, please tell a friend and rate and review our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts.